like a raving lunatic that has nothing to lose because you don't. And when you realize that, that's when you make the decision that you're going to play your best. Because if you don't, you don't have it tomorrow. You don't get another 48 minutes. That's what we're here for. sideline trap podcast no episode number don't know it don't ask <laughs> coach what's up um uh, nothing man wrap the season's over now now i'm on to the other stuff in life and i feel there's a hole i have an empty gap inside just, of my chest yeah just back to normal life and it's like I, I don't know what to do with my time it's like the scene in uh talladega nights he's like i don't know what to do with my hands yeah it's like me. Like, I don't know what to do with my entire body at this point. <laughs> what do you people not, do with all your time? I don't get it. Right. Just not sure where to spend my time. There's, there's, don't get I'm just like you. I'm sure there's plenty of things we can do. Yeah, but they all suck. <laughs> right. Correct. Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't really enjoy any of them. <laughs> the comparatively, it's not the same. Correct. 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 So, yeah, our seasons have ended. I think we talked about that last last episode. Um, All star teams came out. We each had one place on the first team. So congratulations. Way to go, coach. Likewise. Um, So that's exciting. But the so the state championships had just wrapped up this past weekend. Yesterday was the last slate of games. So we made it. Pennsylvania made it through an entire high school basketball season and had crowned. 12 state champions, six boys, six girls. Can you believe it? it? No, it's unbelievable. I didn't think, A, I didn't think we'd get through an entire season, and B, I thought there'd be a little bit more drama going through the state playoffs. Same. Um, It wasn't abbreviated state playoffs, though. They only took the – there's 12 districts in Pennsylvania. Uh, They only took the district champions into the state playoffs, usually – Uh, depending on how many schools are in that district, you get, you know, a runner up or maybe a third place team. So just district champs went in. Um, Interestingly enough, the team that we both had lost to uh, old forge made quite a run, got to the state semifinals in class double a, which if anyone's listening, that's not from Pennsylvania. That is the um, second from smallest classification. So one a through six a with six being the largest. Um, So, yeah, they they made they made quite a run. Good for them. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, if you're gonna you make a run like that, chances are you're gonna have to win some close games, and they did. They won a lot of close games in that stretch, and like <laughs> you know, after they after they bounced us and they and, and you guys and they got into the state, I'm like following some of the our, our local reporters are really really good with like yep. up to the minute stuff. So I'm like following on Twitter the possessions in this game and I'm like uh, oh my I can't believe that they <laughs> they got they got a little break there. A kid made a play there and again, how many overtime games did they have? In oh the gosh. That three? Uh at least two that I rem- I can I can think of off the top of my head. It might be three though. Yeah, I mean just a really a really look, if you're going to win those games, you got to have a tough-minded somewhere oh, along God, like yeah. the coach or the group or the whole thing, you know, so good for them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um 
So interesting nugget I looked at today, and I didn't do as much homework as maybe I should have, but I don't know if you had looked at who the state champions were, at least on the boys' side, but there was not a team from Philadelphia that won a state championship this year, which for Pennsylvania is uh, since they came in in 2006, 2000, well, it was 2007, is, is, is unheard of, really. I, yeah, wow. I would have never guessed that. That's uh, Pennsylvania's basketball hub. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's no secret. It's the most popular uh, populous city, most populated city. Um, there was two that I know off the top of my head. Two Philly teams that were in the state championships. One was Constitution High School in Double A. That was the team that actually beat. Uh, the team from our area, Old Forge, uh, in the state semis, and then Archbishop Wood. I think was. The 5A game, I think. But um, regardless, yeah, no no Philly teams have been crowned state champions this year. And I didn't really do a lot of homework on it. I didn't look into it and, and see whether maybe some of those teams couldn't compete because of COVID or um, basically what happened. Because, like I said, that's anytime you look at you look at a state bracket, especially if you play in one, you're looking at. I mean, it's no slight to any other team, but you're looking at where's District 12? Yeah. You know, when am I going to see a District 12 team? Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what do you think? Maybe maybe there was some COVID stuff. And also, like you said, it's a, it was an abbreviated state playoff, so maybe some really quality teams didn't even get the opportunity to, uh, to get in the mix. I know that happened with a couple of teams in our area. Someone had to win and someone had to lose, and one of the losers was unfortunately a really, really quality team, you know? Um, that that could have been the case as well. Yeah, and maybe there's just great basketball out there that's that's coming up. I mean, the teams that the teams that did win are are I mean, I, they're names that I've heard of before. It was you know right. Loyal Sock, it was Reading, um, Our Lady Sacred Heart. I mean, these are these are names that are staples in the state tournament. It's just it's always been tough to get over that hump of District Twelve, especially when. It's not just the district champions in the state tournament, and you have two or three teams from the Philadelphia area. And they're all, let's face it, man, they're all good teams. I mean, the Philly Pub League is like unreal, you know? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's, it's their, their second place or third place team, or you might be fooled by a record from a Philly team that's like 13 and 11 or something. And it just so happens their 11 losses are against like Roman Catholic or Archbishop. You know what I mean? It's just like they're really good teams. So I think maybe it's a combination of everything. I I just found it really interesting when I looked at that this morning um, that a Philly team didn't win a state championship for the first time probably since uh, they came into the PIAA. I don't know that for a fact, but I'd I'd be willing to put some money on that. Yeah, I would too. Um, because like you said, it's a, the Philadelphia area and the state championships is that's, you could just pencil one of them in right <laughs> every year. I have to. Well, I'm glad you're on top of the news. I wouldn't, that would have, would have, uh, gone right over my head. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a loser and just was like, Oh, let me check who won the state championships. I want to know. So that's, that's the only reason. That's the only reason I know that. Um, so that's, that wraps up the, high school season uh, in Pennsylvania. Um, I don't think there's going to be any, like usually they have like a senior all-star game or anything like that. I haven't heard. Well, I don't have any seniors, so I don't know if they're doing it or not. (laughs) Yeah. I I hadn't heard anything about it. So I'm assuming that's, um, that's not going to be 
be happening. But right. now that now that the the regular season's over with, and you get you know, obviously you don't want to jump the gun too much, but you start thinking about your next season. Your season. Now we're coming off of a, the weirdest year that I've ever been involved with, and it's not that it's not seemingly done. Have you thought, given any thought to the this upcoming summer and kind of started to lay your put your eggs in a row or ducks in a row? I guess I haven't thought about anything that I've I've wanted to do because so much is still unknown. Like you know, yeah. usually we play in a summer league. Um, I don't know if that's going to work. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I do know. I mean, I've already talked to our administration about trying to get in the gym, um, you know, with with our group of guys kind of as soon as possible. I know a couple of our a couple of my players have already been on me. Like, when can we get in the gym? When can I get shots up? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, there's different things at play. This isn't, you know, this isn't a normal year. Can I get shots up this weekend? Yeah, sure. Meet me at the gym. It takes yeah. a little bit more now. Um so I haven't really thought about what we can do only because nothing is, is set in stone yet. Uh, especially being so early. I mean, spring sports are still trying to find their way outside. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a while. The spring, the, uh, the spring sports season is always just such a disaster with the weather. Because <laughs> it, it, that's because it will rain. You know, it'll, it'll snow one night, and then it'll rain for a week, and then you're trying to play baseball. It's like, yeah, yeah. the field's either frozen or it's waterlogged. Um, someone, someone who is a little disconnected from from my season, um, asked me about our season this year, and I was describing it. And when I was describing, it, I just realized, like, I can't believe we won seven games. We were we we finished at seven and six, and I can't I can't believe we won seven games. Like the more I thought about it, we we were teaching a lot of new stuff to a lot of new guys. When we did have a we did have a, a partial summer, so that that definitely helped. Yeah. But when I look back, I was like, man, like, oh, that wasn't so bad. You know, started a couple of freshmen, and we felt pretty good about it. it. It's just kind of funny, like a little time goes by, and you reflect, and you're like, those, those terrible, you know. <laughs> The first week after afterwards, you're like, that was terrible. It's awful. I don't know. <laughs> not feeling good. And then you reflect back and you're like, it's okay. It's not so bad. We, we it always take some time. I actually haven't. I haven't done that yet. I haven't sat and kind of reflected on our season yet. Um, obviously, we didn't have a very successful year. So I'm probably mentally pushing that, pushing that off. <laughs> well, this is the fir- this was the first year that I ever that I, I really like we we didn't talk about wins and losses really we didn't talk about goals we just really tried to do like the, the set a standard route yeah and uh so we we just didn't really it really never came up until after you know like until it had I, to until it had to come up <laughs> yeah and uh when i when i put it in that context i was like oh, i wasn't it was all right <laughs> i guess i, I felt probably- a little better and that's probably a good way to do it. I mean, that way you're not you're not um, you're not having your team's not judging success by whether they win or loss. I mean, especially being as young as you guys were. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like that wasn't the route that wasn't the route to go this year. You know, maybe maybe yeah. it will be in the future. I don't know, but I, I felt I didn't feel like it was. And afterwards, yeah. I felt alright about it. Um, I have a couple questions. I'd like to I'd like to get your feedback on. Who hit me? All right, so I was talking to my fiance, and I don't know how this came up, but oh, I do. We were watching um, 
we were watching an old game on TV and it was an insane crowd atmosphere. And I asked her, what was the, uh, have you ever been a part of anything like that hectic and that chaotic, which led me to create a couple of different questions to ask you. The first one, what was the most frightening atmosphere you you've ever witnessed attached to a basketball game? Frightening in a sense of like personal nerve. Like, so I guess, I guess there's, there's, there's two ways, right? Like games I've played in or games I've attended. Right. Sure. The, I guess so the, the, my question about the games I've played in, like, are we talking like nerves before a game? Frightening. Just like, frightening. Like, um, I guess nerves would play a part, but I'm talking like you're actually like this is getting out of control. Like the people in the stands and maybe the people, on, maybe even the people on the court, it's getting, it's becoming, it's leaving the realm of basketball a little bit. Um, so I attended a game. Uh, these two schools no longer exist. It was between Myers High School and GAR High School in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. And it was at Myers, and the atmosphere was absolutely insane. Two longtime rivals, mm-hmm. um, inner city schools, um, just crowd was rowdy, student sections barking at each other, um, different exits for both sets of fans, <laughs> like like that kind of stuff. And here I was actually, it was when I was coaching at Penn State Scranton and I was actually recruiting one of the kids at GAR. And um, it was, it was, I, I, it was kind of a, it was the first time I was kind of in a, you know, a situation like that, trying to find my way around and there's, you're being directed, right? Fans are going, uh, GAR fans going one way, Myers fans going the other. It was a heated game. Parents are yelling at each other. Fans are yelling at each other. Kids are yelling at each other in the hallways, probably looking, you know, maybe starting to fight, maybe not, who knows. Uh, and here I am trying to weasel my way in to talk to the kid that I'm recruiting. Um, that was probably the most, from like the game that I've attended, that that was probably one of the most um, frightening, I guess, games that I've, I've ever been around. Yeah. Um, games that I've played in, it's hard, it's hard to really know because like, I feel like uh, that's oh, no. more difficult this, to judge. No, this, yeah, it is because you don't really pay attention yeah, to yeah. what's going on around you, yeah. right? Like, I, and, and like, like I have for anybody that's listening that doesn't know, I have red hair, so I took a lot of heat from student sections when I played, as you can imagine. <laughs> so, like, you, I barely hear stuff, but Jim's going. I like take it out of bounds in front of a student section. Like, I got it all, mm-hmm. um, but I was never, I was never frightened. Um, thankfully, I guess I was never in a situation like, like that where I was frightened, but I, I've had some, you know, I've played in some pretty full gyms and had some pretty hostile crowds, um, <laughs> screaming at me Yeah, only because of the red hair. It wasn't cause I was good or anything. It's not like, it's not like they were trying to get me off my game. Cause I was going to score. I was liable to score 20. It was just like, no, this kid sticks out like a sore thumb. So we're going to make fun of him. It was just kids doing what kids do. Yeah. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah. So <laughs> I see something going to make fun of it. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> So that was, yeah. So, but, but the, the GAR Myers game, that was, uh, that atmosphere was something else. You're it talking GAR and Myers. Those are big schools yeah. with a rivalry, probably a lot on the line for sentiment reasons. 
Yeah, they, yeah, and you know what? They were both good that year. That was that was a division yeah. game too. Like it wasn't. There was no joke. Yeah, it was a big game. Uh, it was an awesome, awesome, awesome like atmosphere to like to. It just was amazing. Like the game was so heated. Everything around it was heated. It was a. It was a. As a fan, it was a great atmosphere. As a, as an innocent you know fan that doesn't have a horse in the race, it was a great thing to do. We went to. Uh, this does not answer the question, but uh, you know what? I'll, I'll save it. Um, the most frightening atmosphere that I ever witnessed was actually in an AAU uh, during an AAU game. I was co- I was coaching an AAU game, and <clears throat> the uh, the referee got handsy with me, which was an interesting move. And then that piggybacked. Uh, I'm piggybacking that was um, parents uh, getting onto the floor and not just being verbal. Like it, it felt like we were pushing the line of like physical altercation with people nice. that weren't playing the game, which right. is always, always a good thing. You know what I mean? Um, that was probably the most, where I was just like, uh, we might exit basketball world right here for a moment. <laughs> um, the most frightening thing I ever saw. And I, I would assume that you might agree here. Um, I didn't witness it in person, but it was the malice of the palace. That was that looked like oh, people yeah. people could have got really injured or worse, maybe. Like that was an insane moment in time. I remember that happening, like catching it on Sports Center, being like, What? And if you think about it, like the fans for all these sporting events, they're they, I mean, they are a part of the game. They're involved. They sit yes. right there. Especially basketball. Especially basketball. There's no barrier. They're right there. And it just takes really one person to like start that ball rolling and it could get out of control in a heartbeat. And I think that, you know, I think that's what you saw at, 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 in Detroit that night. Um, thankfully, I've never that seen was, that was nuts. Yeah. It was I do have, I do have one more that kind of jogged my memory. I was at a, a, I was at another rivalry game as a fan. Uh, strictly a fan. Uh, two local schools, two very successful schools. Um, watching the, I was watching the game. Game was going great. It was heated back and forth, back and forth. They stop the game. They have to empty the gym. There was a bomb scare. Somebody called in a bomb scare to the gym. Wow. To the basketball game. So they, they had to. They just totally you know, they asked everyone to leave in an orderly fashion. Uh, I don't remember if they went like said over the thing like there's a bomb scare. You <laughs> like I doubt they did that. Was, like the bomb yeah. scare, everyone get out. That sounds like word of mouth situation. But they, just, they just asked everyone. Yeah, they they asked everyone to leave the gym in an orderly fashion. So I I mean I did so, and the players of those teams also had to leave quickly because yeah. you know it's not like you can go in, go get changed and then we'll leave. So they cut out a back door. I was parked by said back door and I knew some of the players that were on one of the teams. So I asked him, I said, Hey man, what the heck's going on? And he said, some idiot called it a bomb scare or a bomb threat. So it was a situation like they, they stopped the game, you know, wherever it was and had to continue on to replay it from that moment. They couldn't play it that night. Cause then you got to call in the authorities and clear the building and, and everything. Uh, so that sounds like the winner of the group right there. <laughs> It was, and it was like a full, like it was, it was a full gym. Like yeah. it wasn't like there was a few people in the stands. Like it was full. I barely got a seat. I remember searching for a seat. 
Oh my god. That's I forgot terrifying. about that till I told you just you mentioned the mouse of the palace and for whatever reason I thought about that. The um the uh the lights going off in our game that was uh was um not quite a bomb scare. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had to vacate, but not that not that frightening. No, it wasn't life or death, thankfully. No. Um, well, what is the best? You know, this is like this can almost be tied in with the the, the frightening atmosphere, but it's like it's a little different. What's the best environment you've ever been involved with during a game? For like one singular game. Um. Probably I was a I was a sophomore at Bishop Hannon and we play we went to the state championship that year and we ended up losing. But the game before it, we played the state semifinals in Marts Hall in Pottsville, which is just an absolutely incredible venue. Uh, for anybody that's listening that's been there before, um, you know how amazing it is. If you haven't been, I suggest you go watch a high school basketball game there. Um, and it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, there was a lot of people there, but it wasn't full. Um, but it was, it was the state semis. Uh, we played really, really well. Um, so I got some nice burn. <laughs> yeah. We ended, up, we ended up blowing the team out that we ended up, uh, that we played. Um, it was the best game we played that season. But to top it all off, uh, when you win the state semifinals, a tradition that, they all, you know, the PIAA seems to hate and all that stuff is when that buzzer sounds, your fans throw Hershey kisses at you because we play the state championship in Hershey. Uh-huh. Um, and that that experience, that environment was just absolutely amazing. I mean, you're getting crushed with hundreds of Hershey kisses and you don't even care. That's awesome. Like it, it, it was. Yeah, it was it was it was absolutely incredible. Buzzer sounds, Hershey kisses raining down. You're going nuts, hugging everybody and stuff. Um, I had the warm up off, so it looked like I played a lot more than I did. So that was awesome. <laughs> a couple photos for the wall for 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. Like the old skit, the old Brian Scalabrini. Like I'm telling my kids that I started, and like, I right. tell my grandkids I was MVP. That's right. Um, but yeah, that was absolutely the best singular game environment that I've I've ever been a part of. Um, I, I thought about this one a lot. I don't have one. I don't have, <laughs> I, I don't, I thought about this, this, this one a lot and I don't have one individual game where the atmosphere was so memorable to me that it stood out. And, and that's probably really sad to say, but I just, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't come sad. up with one. I couldn't come up with one. And, we play. I, I played on some some decent teams, and we had some big games. But I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm all sh- I'm all shoulders on that one. Oh man, um, I can I can rattle off some of the invite. Like the the state semis in Pottsville was number one, but there's a bunch of memorable atmospheres and environments that rattle them off. Take my take my take oh, my number gosh, two. I mean, there was well. Then there was. I mean, we played in the state championship, so that was in itself awesome. These are all as a player. I didn't even talk about coaching. Um, we played a district semifinal at Carbondale. That place was full. Couldn't hear a word. Uh, played the Lineage Tournament Championship at Scranton High School. That place was full. Uh, the first first game at Holy Cross against Abington. My, you know, our, the very first Holy Cross game in the old Bishop O'Hare building, which doesn't see a lot of people. 
I mean, that was full. I mean, there's, <laughs> we, we, we played, we played in a lot of packed gyms, thankfully. Um, cause I had a lot of really good teammates <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly helps. <laughs> It's yeah, again, it wasn't me. I, I had a, I had a really, really good team. It wasn't me. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I think that leads to this is like all the, all the packed gyms that I played in were those small gyms that you and I coach in right now. I never right. played in a packed, like a, a really big gym that was full. Yeah. You know but those, those, those small ones, like I remember playing like when we would host, like when I was at Hannon and we would play O'Hara in our place, the last, the last game between Hannon and O'Hara um, at Hannon was one of the most, I mean, it was full. It doesn't see a lot of people. It's not any bigger than the gyms that you're talking about. Right. But <clears throat> there's people, there's standing room only. There's people trying to get in the doorway. It's, you know, there's condensation on the floor because it's a million degrees in there. Um, those are kind of the ones that are super memorable to me. I remember in Hannon's gym down the one end, when you get, you would get that place full, there'd be so much condensation. It would just start, it would start coming up like on the floor down in the one corner. Like it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was it, it, some of those, those, some of those games were, were probably the best. I mean, those small gyms that just get filled and get filled quick, especially like, and, and and again, like I played on some really good teams. So like when I was younger in high school, I would play JV, and by the third quarter of the JV game, the place is full. Right. Yeah, I, re- I remember like a couple of the a couple of the games that I was a part of the, you know, the those little gyms would fill up, and they would do what they did this year for us. Really, was it would stream the game into the auditorium, so the overflow could still be there and watch, you know, because streaming wasn't actually a thing. So they would see that's crazy. That's crazy to me to do it back then like that. Yeah, it didn't happen very often, but a couple of times, you know, they had we had overflow games, and again, not because of me. I had some really, I had played with some really talented people that put us in positions, to, you know, where we could play in bigger games. But, but still, the 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 gyms we we're talking about just aren't that big. I guess it just. I would. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I would have really enjoyed. Um, I want to know what that feels like to play in a big, in a big gym that's full. I want to feel that that energy because I've never experienced it, being part of it. I've been in those situations in the crowd, but never as a part. You know, I wonder what that would feel like. Probably the same as it feels in small gyms. <laughs> it's just more people sweating near near a heart attack. Really it's worried. just, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just more people. What's do you have one that you've like co- an environment you've coached in that you is kind of memorable. Um, probably the probably the most memorable atmosphere. Okay, yeah. Um, we we scheduled we've scheduled North Pocono. Um, for the first couple of years I was there. Yeah, and their gym is like. It's uh, was a con like concave, like you step into it and it's down below you. Below, yeah, it's below ground level. Yeah, and it's it's super cool. They have the student section on the one baseline, the other baseline. There's nothing, and then you know um, bleachers on either side. But that that that's a that was a a memorable atmosphere because the student section was um, aggressive and clever <laughs> and there was we we were good that year there they were they were clearly better than we were 
and uh, there was a decent amount of people there, but the student section was really, um, really what took the cake. And I, I know you already know this, but no matter, no matter the game, Holy Cross's gym is a very difficult atmosphere to play in. They always, they always seem to turn out. They're always stoked. It's usually, there's usually a lot of people in the gym. Yeah. That's a tough place to, um, to get wins too. <laughs> and, you know, yes, uh, probably my most memorable game in, in a, a big atmosphere like that was actually that game. You guys beat us in the, in the district at Valley view. That was a, okay. that was a yeah. pretty good atmosphere. There was a decent amount of people and it was a bigger gym. Yeah. That was one of the better atmospheres. Um, what about, just for like, just for venue, what is, what would you say is like the, one of the best, what are the, like some of the best venues that you've either played or coached in? Oh gosh. For me, um, one would be Holy Cross. Um, the best venues are taking everything into account, atmosphere, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the two, I mean, two right off the bat, obviously is Pottsville, uh, Mars Hall and, uh, the giant center in Hershey. Yeah. Um, um, the third one's probably Parkland high school. Mm. Um, also like, again, like it's almost kind of like North Pocono, uh, in a way like behind the one basket, it's not up. There's a wall behind the basket, but above that is like an area for it's, it's, there's bleachers or whatever, you know, students usually sit up there. The other end is like baseline, you know, court level bleachers. And then on both sides, um yeah third one's third one's probably parkland um i mean if you count if you count aau aau um gosh i'm trying to think of of places we played during aau i know i played in the university of albany's gym um Yeah, well, those I would say those those three. So 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 Mart's Hall, Giant Center, and, and Parkland are at least a, t- a top three for me. One one I was thinking about, which uh, when I when I played, uh, well, still it, it, for me, I I don't like going over there. The gym's always hot. It's a small gym, but it has like a Hoosiers feel to it almost <laughs> when you walk in. Is the Elk Lake Gym? Um, okay, it's. Um, they always seem to have a really, really raucous atmosphere. Again, small, small gym. And it, like I said, it has like that, like an old school vibe to that gym for, I don't know why. Do you feel that way too? Or is it just me? No, I think you're right. Like you said, it's, it's a small gym. They turn out for their team. So it's always loud, especially when, you know, I, she's, we played a couple the coaches versus cancer night. Forget oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be incredible. I've never played them on their coaches versus cancer night. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, they get so that that community gets so hyped up. Like for for Coach Kettle, you know what he's done with the coaches versus cancer thing. Elk Lake contributes heavily. That community yeah. contributes heavily, and for that game, whatever game they designate, it is that's a great environment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's 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 one of them. I mean, so gyms around here, like like I said, if car, I've always enjoyed a full house at Carbondale true um, because that place is deceivingly large mm-hmm. and the acoustics of it 
make it seem like there's a lot more people there than there is. Um, like I said, I played a game there where it was basically sold out and could not hear a thing. Couldn't hear a teammate standing next to me. Um, so I, like I said, Carbondale, I always enjoyed, um, around here. I always enjoyed playing at Carbondale. Um, all right. So my next question for you, what's the most impressive outing you've ever witnessed by an individual? Oh gosh, it is uh, 2002 Class 2A state semifinals, Bishop Hannon versus Trinity. Um, Jerry McNamara goes off for 55 points in a 32-minute high school basketball game, which is absolutely absurd. Yeah. Uh, for, for, like, think, like, think about that. He scored 55 points in 32 minutes of basketball. More impressively, he scored 41 points in 16 minutes of basketball. At 41 in the first half. Insane. So you, a little insiders, Coach Gibbons sent me this video last night, which I don't know if I've ever seen it or it's been a long time since I had, but we'll just go with I haven't seen it. And it's, what is it? It's like an 18-minute highlight reel. It's insane. I think, it's all from one I, yeah. game. I think it's the I think it's like the raw like news footage of oh, like okay. where they use it to like cut up their quick highlight snippets because I've I've like seen some of those highlights before obviously having gone to Hannon and like you know following Jerry through Syracuse and stuff like I've seen a lot of that but I've never seen like that like the director's cut. <laughs> so how old were you for that game? Um, I was in sixth, I was in sixth grade in 2002. Yeah. Yeah. And you were there. I was there. Yeah. Uh, and as a sixth grader, like it's, you just, you just, I mean, you know that like he's having an incredible game, but you don't really appreciate the, you don't appreciate their performance. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. you like seeing it now from like a coach's perspective, and appreciating the game a little bit more and individual performances, like it's it's a whole different level. As a young kid, you're just like, oh, this this guy is absolutely incredible. He's the best basketball player I've ever seen. He's amazing. Yes, shoot threes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know? it was like a, a small, like in the beginning of that video, Trinity had a, a, a one of their ball handlers and they were almost exchanging buckets, it seemed like. Like that kid was putting the ball in some and it seemed like that for a minute. And then he just disappeared from, from that video. He just disappeared and it was nothing but Jerry McNamara for a long stretch. It was incredible. That kid. So that kid, I know the, the kid for Trinity, the year prior Trinity had beaten Hannon in the state semis. Um, and he, they held Jerry to 21 points. Um, but that there was like a lot of, uh, and this is, I don't remember this as a fifth grader, but hearing it, um, you know, secondhand, there was a lot of talk because Jerry was named the player, like the state player of the year, his junior and senior year. So in his junior year, they said that that kid from Trinity actually outplayed Jerry all year long and he should have been player of the year, blah, blah, blah. That kid also was very good. I think he went to like old dominion or something. Yeah, um, you can tell he was good. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Like for a while, yeah, he was. They were like exchanging buckets, and then it was just like, okay, everyone just like I'm gonna go in this phone booth and come out with a cape on, and they're like, I'll see you guys in the fourth quarter. <laughs> there was a stretch where he made, uh, I don't know, he made a couple of threes, 
I don't know. He might have scored like 10 in a row. They called a timeout. And right after that, another bucket and then another bucket. It was it was insane. I forget. Uh, he hits like he hit like a, it was like a turnaround. It was like a turnaround two from like a foot on the line two. Uh, then he hits like a, a, a pull up going left. Then he catches an alley oop to dunk. Then he whaps a three. They call timeout. Then he comes out again and hits another three. It's just like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. how am I going to guard this? And that's like, I don't know. I mean, that's what, 15 points in like Man. 45 seconds? Um, so do you remember, do you remember this name, Alex Freaky? Absolutely. I got a story about Freak. Is it, can we share? We can't. Yeah, absolutely. You want to share it now? Please. So I was uh, I was a freshman, and Alex Freaky was a going to be a senior at Bishop Hannon, and he was massive, still is. But as a high school senior, he was enormous. I mean, jacked, right? And I'm I'm third, I'm fourteen years old, going to my first open gym for Bishop Hannon, so I'm hyped, right? <laughs> I'm pumped up, all this good stuff. We get into our first drill. I think it was, it might've been shell drill. I don't remember the drill, but I, I remember catching the ball and freak closed out on me and it was barking like a, like an actual like dog just in my face barking. And I was never so scared in my life. And I got rid of that ball so quick. He was the most impressive athletic specimen that I, I remember when playing, I was like, this is incredible. Because he wasn't, how big was he? He wasn't that big. He was like six five. He was yeah. pretty big. He's a big dude, but like not yeah. that big. But he could jump, and yes. he he also a redhead, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. Also a redhead, and yeah. just like a he was super jacked. And I don't remember now. This is me just being old. My memory tells me that we played Hannon, and he had eighteen rebounds against us, and. Most of those were offensive. Now, I've looked back on the internet because I'm like, maybe my memory is terrible because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything else from that game, and I feel like I should. So I don't know if we actually played them or I witnessed him, but I do remember him having 18 rebounds and most of those being offensive. I feel like it was against us, but I remember seeing him just every possession whenever there was a miss it ended up in his hands because he would out muscle and out jump people and i know it's like a <clears throat> i've seen some other uh insane individual outings but as far as just the, the specimen of a human being <laughs> it was crazy and um he's also he was in uh, the john wick movies wasn't he yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he had like a yeah. small role. Yeah, yeah. He, like a he was like a, an evil doer or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> evil doer. <laughs> yeah, he's he's still. I haven't seen him in years, but I th- last time I saw him, he was like a bodybuilder. Like he's 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 a, a very very large human being. Yeah, um, and then we 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 played. Actually, it was Carbondale. We played Carbondale in. I think it was the. I don't remember. <laughs> so long ago maybe the districts but they had uh, uh, logan gabriel maybe yeah and, the one that played uh, there uh walked on at syracuse yes and yep. I, I, this was actually um when we had pet coach heaton on um this is memorable for two reasons one i was put into that game late 
for specifically to double him because we couldn't get the ball out of his hands. It was, he was dribbling circles around every human on the floor. And so I was put in the game. We're going to go double him on the catch, get the ball out of his hands. And I didn't do that. But back to most impressive performance. I can't tell you the numbers, but just watching a kid hoop, it was, it was rather impressive. The things he could do, uh, with the ball in his hands, he was, and he, again, not that, not that big of a guy. And then I didn't know this. And then, um, I guess maybe the following year or two, I went to Syracuse to watch a game and over the, over the, the PA system, it's like Logan Gabriel checking into the game. And I was like, what? Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that he went there and walked on and they were blowing somebody out and he got a couple a couple minutes run in the game. And I was like, hey, he just smoked me like a year or two ago. <laughs> I just, he just crossed me over. Yeah. Now he's now he's getting a little run in, the, in this game. It was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, he was good. I remember. Uh, yeah. I don't remember too much, but yeah, I mean, you got to be good to walk on at a place like Syracuse. Yeah, I would say so. Um, one last question. What is the best? What is the best game? Not necessarily like, not necessarily outcome, but what was the best game where you you coached in, where you felt like? Not, I'm not saying win or loss. I'm not saying all of it put together. You felt good because you you did a great job. Your kids did a great job. The atmosphere was awesome. Um, all of it put together. What was the best one singular game that you felt like? as a coach when you walked off? Um, there's, there's two, I think. Um, I don't want to rub, I don't want to keep rubbing this in, but the one is when we played you guys in the district. Yeah. Semis. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's one of them. Um, that, that atmosphere was, um, was amazing. I, you know, again, we I'm not going to rehash the whole thing. We played really well for being, you know, what we were that year. Um, I felt like uh, our coaching staff did a great job that game of coaching and managing the game and also letting the players be free enough to make plays. Um, and the other one is two years ago, um, we played, um, I think, what most people consider our rival, um, Lackawanna Trail. We were both top um, top of the standings in the division, and it was our coaches versus cancer night. So the place was packed, big atmosphere, big implications for the game, um, and we just came out and just uh, it was a, it was a it was a dogfight for a little while, and then I think the third quarter we just kind of like blew it open, um, and that's such an interesting thing to be a part of, like when like just and you probably know what I'm saying. Like when things just, when everything just seems to go right for your team over mm-hmm. an elongated period of time. And like you, you literally, and like for me at that point as a coach, and maybe, maybe it comes with experience of not getting caught up in this, but I got caught up in literally just watching. Um, Cause again, we were doing everything that we were supposed to be doing and everything seemed to be going correct um, for us. And then obviously the outcome was great. We won the game and, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, those, those, those two stick out in my head. Um, basically, you know, th- those things, but I'll have to think about it. There's probably a loss in there. That's the same way for me. I saw um, a tweet the other day 
and it was uh, about coaching. It said, when, um, when does success come? It comes in trickles and trickles and trickles. And then suddenly it's a river. And that's, I think that's kind of what you're talking about with maybe that yeah. particular game. It's like you work on all these things and they slowly get better. And then at some point, sometimes it happens where it all comes together at one time and it's overwhelming for you at, on the sideline. You don't have to do a lot. <laughs> and then <laughs> right, right. certainly for your opponent. <clears throat> um, I mean, there were, there were points in that game where I like, there were, there was a kid on our team made a pass that just, it was absolutely incredible. Never made the pass before. Never like, didn't even think he could make it. And I just like, I remember like when he started to throw it, I was one of those, like, I remember screaming, like, what are you doing? And then it went through and I remember like we scored the layup and I just, I just stared at my assistant coach and he just like shrugged his shoulders. Yeah. That's a beautiful feeling. (laughs) Yeah. That year you guys beat us. The very first game we had played that year was one of those feelings for me where um, I knew, I knew we were going to be good. But the very first game, the very first possession of that year, we came out and we made the first possession. We made eight passes on the first possession and passed up on three good looks to get a good look. And the first possession of that year. And I was like, this is good. This is a great way to start the year on something that you you're going to you know, you're going to you feel like you're going to have success with Um, one of the losses was. Uh, back-to-back, back-to-back games, actually, it was two. We played Honesdale and North Pocono. We've lost by one and two. Uh, yeah, and uh, we were put ourselves in a hole. But, again, I was, like, su- super proud of that group where they were able to battle back. And then uh, the senior night for that group was, was a super f- um, great atmosphere to be involved with because – it was a whole group effort like that. That team was, you know, one through 10, uh, they all contributed. So when they were able to get it done on senior night and there was eight seniors, it was, that was a really awesome feeling. There was a lot of, uh, you know, I got some cool uh, photos from that night and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's any more there's- for me. There's probably, I mean, the, the the loss that sticks out in my head where I felt like, again, great atmosphere. We played really well. We did everything we needed to do to be able to win the game. Um, it, we left everything out on the floor. Super proud of the, you know of our guys and stuff. Was this was two years ago? I keep on thinking it's this past year. Two years ago when we played Bloomsburg in the state playoffs, mm-hmm. ended up losing by three in overtime. Um, but. Again, we did everything. Everything we had, we were actually down double digits in that game. Uh, had to fight our way back and stuff like that. So that that's one that sticks out. Um, and then uh, I had another one, but it just it just slipped from my mind. <laughs> the the game we just played against Old Forge this year actually was one of those for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because we, I thought we were probably outgunned, um, but the kids the kid's ability to stick with the plan and, and play through that physical game. And I was, I was really walked away. Like we lost the game. I wasn't pumped about that, but all the things that got us to that point and put us in a position to be in that game, I felt really good about all of that. And it kind of cult, you know, 
came together for that one final unfortunate loss, but <laughs> right. Well, the other, the other one, uh, kind of on the same thing that you were talking about, it was, uh, the two years ago when we were, we were pretty decent, uh, that senior night actually ended up falling. So we needed to win that, that game on senior night to win the league that year. Um, so obviously it was a time for those guys to show out. And I, I remember never being more nervous about a game in my life. Um, the, it, even playing co- like any game I've ever coached, but that game I was ever being just almost sick to my stomach <laughs> before, like, before, like leading up to that game, because you're just, in, you're just thinking about, and we had two really bad losses the year before that cost us the league uh, against this. Uh, one of them was against the same team that we were playing this time. So every, all the bad thoughts were just going through my head, blah, blah, blah. You know, what if we didn't, what if we don't get out to a good start, if they take the lead early, blah, blah, blah. And um, to those guys' credit, I, we jumped out like to like seventeen nothing, and it was just oh, like wow. they called. You know, the other team called timeout with it was like fourteen nothing. I was just like, I looked at my assistant coach, be like, okay, this game, this game's over. <laughs> like, not disparaging the other team. It's just like yeah, yeah. these, you know, our guys aren't going to let this game. You know, they're not going to let this one go. Um, but that was. Uh, that was awesome. I mean, seeing those seniors um, get out there and stuff like that. And, and uh, I actually put um, when, when we knew the game was out of reach and I was going to pull those guys. I wanted, I wanted, you know, some coaches pull guys individually. I had seven of them and they worked really hard together. So I put them, I called timeout, had my assistant coach go over to the ref and say, Hey, we're going to put seven guys on the floor. You can give us a technical foul if you want. Um, but we're going to bring seven. I'm going to bring seven seniors out after this timeout. So we put seven guys out on the floor. The refs blew the whistle, made us aware there were seven guys, and those seven guys got to walk off together um, with the league championship. So that was that is uh, a really special moment that sticks out in my head. Yeah, and I probably I probably will for them too. Like that's a that's a really cool that's a really unique way to uh, to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, that. that's being done. I didn't like I said. I, we went to the referee. It was just like, listen, you, I don't. You can give us. Uh, you can give us a technical foul. I don't care. But we're we're bringing seven guys on the floor after this timeout. Um, so I hope I hope it was as special for them as it was uh, for me. We played you guys, and I think it was a I think it was a coaches versus cancer event at your place. I don't I don't remember even who who won the game, and it was uh, it was least. <laughs> I don't know. It was at least two or three years ago. Um, but after the game, we were able to. ESPN was there. Uh, your student <laughs> section had the ESPN booth, and it was probably it was probably a great game. I don't actually remember to be honest. I just remember after the fact that um, we were able to like your whole team, my whole team, cheerleaders, everybody got in a big. Uh, group for a big photo for the coaches versus cancer. I thought that was a that was a pretty cool moment to be a part yep. of as well. Yep, I rem- I remember ESPN uh, being there. Those guys had it too. They had, they were dressed up. They had yeah. headsets on, and they weren't I was talking a little, anybody. I was a little upset. I didn't get I didn't get it like a like a, <laughs> a in between quarter interview or anything where the assistant could take over. I, nothing. They were their sideline interviewing skills weren't on top of the on top of that night. That's it. I think that ESPN booth still floats around Mountain View somewhere. I, I feel like I think I've seen it. They have um, to, like to bring just, it back just out. Pushed it like, pushed like in a corner. I'd say we haven't had um and I'd like to get back to it, man. Uh I, we haven't had a student section that raucous 
since that year. Um, we used to have some pretty good ones, but we yeah, haven't. We had a lot. I mean, obviously we, obviously we didn't have one this past year. There was no opportunity to do so. Um, <laughs> my senior night, um, I played pretty well. And at the end of the first half, my, okay. My senior night, my brother was in the seventh grade. So at the end of the first half, I made a long two or a three, like right, right around the buzzer and made that shot turn around and I'm jogging to the locker room and I look up in the stands and here's my little bitty baby brother with, with his friends. And they have the word, my, my name painted on their chests or on their t-shirts. I don't even remember now, but <laughs> I, I don't, I can't remember this details, but I'll never remember that, that moment. That was pretty That's cool. funny. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah. Um, I think one of the I think one of the cool things to do for us, and we, obviously we talked about a little bit off air, but would be would be to uh, get some of our get some of our excellent storytelling friends on. So this is kind of a a public service announcement. If you are, uh, if we know <laughs> you, and you want to come on and chop it up about your nostalgic days and tell some stories, hit us up. We want that to happen. I'm always up for uh, for some storytelling time, and also, I mean, we talked about it again too. We 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 have a little bit more uh, free time in air quotes. Um, most coaches do, so I do want to get back into the swing of getting some uh, some different coaches on uh, and start talking about some different things and getting different perspectives because I think that is really um, I think that's the most beneficial for us, right? Get different perspectives as coaches, learn some different things, talk to some different people, but you are correct. The storytelling, uh, that's just, that's just a good way to, to, to have some fun. It's just a fun moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to have some fun. Getting some perspective is really, I think why we actually started to do this to get different perspectives on things. And, uh, clearly given, the underwhelming seasons that that we we both had this year, we could use some different perspectives. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can certainly use uh, some fresh ideas. I know you said you were seven and six, which is a good year. Uh, yeah, uh, we were four and eight, so yeah, both young, less, but less good of a year. <laughs> sure. So. Yeah, certainly both young, but again, the good news. Um, my guys have already been asking, when can we get in the gym? When can we get in the gym? So um, I'm, I'm encouraged for next year. Uh, before we, before we do go, I do have that just sparked one, one other question for me. Um, do you have, do you give them summer homework to do? Like I, I've talked about my exit interviews before or anything. Like, do you do anything where you're like, this is what you need to work on or here's some, read this book or just do this thing. I'll usually, um, I didn't do them this year. I usually do player evals where mm-hmm. it's basically like a grade. It's basically like get a grade uh, on different parts of the game and I'll write down what they need to work on. But this year it was more verbal mm-hmm. uh, than actually get anything down on paper. But yeah, I mean, I tell them what they should really be focusing on, uh, during the summer. And usually, you know, I'll tell them what, um, what we'll probably work on in open gyms with them once we get to that point. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't make up anything for each player and tell them you need to do this, 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 you know, three times a week or whatever it is. 
Um, I don't do any of that stuff. I think I think summertime is an opportunity for those guys to really just play and work on things themselves and to be able to figure some things out for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah. I don't have any, I don't have any other questions for you, coach. Nothing else. I got nothing. I got, I got nothing. That was pretty fun though. Yeah. It's always nice. little nice little trip down memory lane. It's always good to take a little trip down memory lane. You don't want to become uncle Rico from uh, Napoleon dynamite though. <laughs> <laughs> if coach only had put me in the game, I could have thrown the pigskin a quarter mile. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, um, every time I was taken out of a game, it was rightfully done. <laughs> Same. Every time I was benched, it was it was rightfully so. Um, I did something wrong, and I was taken out. And at the time, I probably felt like Uncle Rico. Um, like I could, you know, I could be an all-star and score 20 points a game. But looking back, it's like, yeah, no, Coach is right. Oh, look, while we're here, I know we're trying to wrap it up, but I got one more. So <clears throat> the the – I think I was a senior. Um, I never made physical contact with this person. I was standing behind the team we were playing was playing a two, three zone. I was standing behind this person and I put my hands over his eyes. Just, I didn't, I didn't touch him. I just put my fingers across his eyes and never touched him. And the referee called me for a foul, right? I was just being a smart ass, you know? And I did like the, what are you talking about? Because I didn't, physically touch him right you know? and, and that is that is actually illegal by the way you can't well you can't block the you can't block the vision of a, a person that doesn't have the ball whether i thought it was legal or not i came out of the game and uh i got told about it with some not a lot of words more looks and like a wtf eyeballs <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I stayed oh. in for a little while. Well, one of the so I, don't, I might have missed yeah, this before. I'll give you one of my I'll give you one of my dummy moments before we go. Please. We were uh, we were playing at Carbondale, and again, big gym. There's a lot of space from the sideline to where the bleachers start. Right, you know this. We liked to get out and run, so we get out into the lanes, get out wide. Well, somebody else got the rebound. Old Gibby's like, okay, let's start sprinting this lane. I get out wide. I'm running outside of the court. I'm running out of bounds. Looking back at the ball, like expecting the ball to come. I'm running, I'm running like four feet out of bounds. <laughs> My teammate throws me the ball. <laughs> So I catch it and start to dribble, being out of bounds. I get called, they blow the whistle, out of bounds. And I stop and I look at the ref with palms towards the sky. And I hear him say, out of bounds, you know, green ball or whatever. And I look down and I'm just like, oh, right. So I hear the buzzer. I get subbed out of the game. And coach is like, Gibby, what are you doing? I was just like, I don't know. I, I thought I was in bounds. I was running out of bounds. And he started, you know, with this stuff like, why, well, why would you do this? That? And I'm like, I was like, what about he threw me the ball? Like, he can see it. <laughs> it takes two to create this turnover. Man. Yeah. I was like, he can see me out of bounds and he still threw it to me. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I was like four feet out of bounds just running down and <laughs> throws me the ball. Dude, I, I played, I played with a kid who rebounded 
who made him a defensive rebound off of her free throw and then put it right back in. Oh, no. <laughs> and that and then turned and jogged jogged the other end of the floor like he like <laughs> to just play made, defense. Yeah, yeah. He just made something happen. <laughs> it took it took a, a solid, solid five seconds for him to realize what had just transpired. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get some former teammates on here to tell some funny <laughs> stories, man. And you can chop well, it up for a long time. We'll do that. We'll get something lined up for next week for sure. That's funny. All right, coach. Uh, well, last thing, who you got winning the NCAA tournament? I hate to say it, but because they always seem to underperform, but Gonzaga looks pretty untouchable. <sighs> they're they're crazy, aren't they? They're, they're really I said it good. before, man. They're one of the best college basketball teams I've ever seen. They're really good. Yeah. Um, if it's not that, is that who you you think walks away? Yep, I agree. If it's not them, who who you who you got? My second choice was Florida State, but they were getting their doors blown off by Michigan by when I came in here. So, yeah, it's probably Michigan. Michigan, I like that. I like that Baylor squad. Yeah, they're good too. Yeah, they shoot a lot of threes, though. They can miss a lot. They do. We'll see. They do. Uh, All right. Well, we're already here. One last question. What's the most exciting team left in the field? That's Gonzaga. Or do you mean like exciting, like blow, like blow things up? Yeah. Oregon. Oregon. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Oregon can play. Uh, You know, I I think they can be pretty, I think they can be pretty good. Uh, Oh, oh, well, Houston. Uh, I think Houston's pretty exciting too. I'm a big fan of the, of both Alabama and Arkansas. Arkansas is fun to watch. Arkansas is fun. They're real fun. Did you watch their uh, that game last night? I guess it was. It's yeah, uh, Oral was against Oral Roberts, right? That was a great game. I thought the kid had it at the end. I thought uh, Oral Roberts was going to win. Yeah, that team great play. Great. How about the play they drew up at the end? Yeah, yeah. Great play. That team great. Could really play. Great play design to get their best player the ball on the run. Mm-hmm. You know, catch on the run, be able to get a clean look at a three. Got a good one. Again, sometimes the basketball gods just no good. <laughs> I'll pray. I'll pray tonight. <laughs> pray for both of us. I will. All right, coach. Um, anything else before we before we head out? No, I think I give. I've given you enough one offs trying to get out of here before we get out of here tonight. <laughs> All right, we will. Uh, I will certainly. I, I'll, I will get a teammate of mine for next week. Some Perfect. teammate of mine. So you guys that are still listening to us, we're going to have next week. We'll have some funny stories where I get made fun of. Um, and there's plenty of those. So tune in for those. Perfect. All right, All right yeah. coach. I'll catch you later. Sounds great. We'll catch you next week. All right. Do not leave anything in this locker room when you walk out. Nothing.